0: I'm Chuck Weiss, and welcome to Close Encounters. I'll act as your guide while together we explore the twin phenomena of UFOs and alien abduction. In my last podcast, I described how my friend Harold is a genuine psychic who channels a chorus of invisible grays that sometimes answers our questions. Tonight, I'll tell you more of what they told us. But first, this message...
1: What is Copwatch? Copwatch is a network of activist organizations in the United States and Canada that observe and document police activity while looking for signs of police misconduct and police brutality. Their database is a permanent searchable repository of complaints filed against police officers at copwatch.org. You can report an incident for permanent inclusion in their database at copwatch.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at UniRadio in San Francisco.
2: Thank you.
0: Tonight I'm featuring the music of Cusco, a composer from Peru. That was titled Northeaster. In my last podcast, titled Two Exclusives, I described what the Greys had told Harold and me about the original alien hybrid program that was started in the 1940s, how it was conducted from an underground laboratory by Nazi paperclip scientists supervised by the Greys. And how the war between the earth and the flying saucers started in july of 1947 when our military shot down a disc outside roswell new mexico over the years harold's invisible chorus of greys has conversed with us on many other topics as well here is some more of what they have told us i was able to find out a little more about the greys as a species When I asked, Harold's voices confirmed my suspicion that they worked to perpetuate the mechanism of reincarnation. In my book and in Episode 6 of these Close Encounter podcasts, I explain how I came to this startling conclusion. The Greys are interdimensionals, in that they come from another dimension rather than being true extraterrestrials, beings from other planets like Earth. That being said, however, I will often use the term ETs when referring to any species not of this earth, including the greys. It is the duty of the small greys to genetically create the physical bodies into which they place our souls about to be reborn. Our bodies are evidently custom-made. They compared it to creating a glove to fit a specific hand. The Greys are sometimes said to use the word container when referring to the human body, but that's not true. They used the word shell instead. Container is a word that was most likely coined by Majestic so that they could determine the source of any report that used it. Those that refer to shells are considered genuine, while those that use the word container are known to originate from one of their own disinformation sources. I asked the greys directly and they confirmed my suspicions that the human race is one of their creations. Actually, the greys are not the only ones to have had a hand in the making of humans. The three specific classifications of man, occidental, oriental and negroid, are actually mixtures of three different alien DNA strands with a species of primate here on earth, most likely the bonobo chimpanzee. The missing link for which anthropologists have long been looking is, in fact, a gray. Although the grays admit that they are one of the three alien races that used their own DNA to create Homo sapiens sapiens, modern man, they didn't specify the other two alien donor species. The grays are cloned to their specific purpose and are awakened with full memory of their previous incarnations. Until recently, the Greys have been an unemotional species, but they've recently created, through their own alien hybrid program, a new generation of themselves with the full base of human emotions. Harold and I found that his chorus will sometimes evade a question. While they have been surprisingly forthcoming on several subjects and have answered many specific questions that we've asked, Harold and I found that they will remain silent a when humans wouldn't understand the answer their words b when the greys genuinely don't know the answer or c when they've been told to remain silent by still higher beings than themselves there is a definite hierarchy in the heavens above us at first the answers we received to our questions often seemed ambiguous or even contradictory Now, whenever Harold submits a question to his chorus, he has them vote so that we can have a better feel for the validity of any answer that they give. On any specific question, they'll report back to him on the percentage that voted yes or no, as well as those that declined to say anything at all. Now that half of Harold's chorus is made up of the new emotional gray hybrids that are much more sympathetic to us humans, a vote of 65% is considered to be almost unanimous. The tall greys are what have been called throughout the centuries guardian angels. They are assigned to a human individual for their lifetime and facilitate all the major life events that have been programmed to unfold, beginning obviously with the person's birth. Later on, at the outset of puberty, a follow-up visit is scheduled to monitor the hormonal changes taking place. Another major life event of concern to the Greys comes when the individual is of an age when he or she can start a family. For abductee experiencers, the selection of a mate is seldom, if ever.
3: What was that?
4: Someone's (laughs) always yelling at me. No, I feel like that was uh, really interesting. Kind of like War of the Worlds type situation. Chuck Weiss, Close Encounters. Oh, Oh, so it's one of those... Um, Close Encounters with Chuck Weiss 10 Conversations with Extraterrestrials Never experienced that I just saw ghosts I didn't see them but I I knew that there was an apparition At the Sutro Baths Oh really? (laughs) Because some stuff happened over there I'm sure
3: (sighs) You're not the first person to say that to me Like at night, right?
4: Yeah, it was on Halloween And my friends were stupid And we went in that cave area. Yeah. And we lit like a cheap, like, one of those ca- candles you put in the bathroom with the t- the metal around it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's like this candle. And then we started walking out. It's like a little ledge there on the inside. And then yeah. we started walking out. And about halfway out, we just turned around for fun. There were like three of us, three girls. Yeah. We turn around and the candle is literally swaying back and forth like it's you know, like it has wings or somebody like had it on a stick. and was Whoa, swinging you never it. told me this story, but there was nobody else there. Yeah. So then we started running all the way back up to the, <laughs> cause you know how it's down below. And we yeah. just literally ran all the way back.
3: Yeah. I heard something not similar, but something where, um, uh, my, pa- my roommates from when I first moved here, went to the beach, um, and uh at night and they were drunk but they said they saw a person like out in the water like by the cave Mm -hmm. and she was just kind of like floating there like she wasn't moving uh like per se she wasn't moving with the waves or anything she was just kind of like because she was like on the water (sighs) um scary and they said that they they thought it was like a person in trouble but obviously she wasn't moving like she was in trouble so Mm -hmm. i was like that's kind of creepy That's super weird. Because they were, like, she was still there when we left. She was still there? Yeah, she was still there. So they were just kind of like, okay, we're going to go now. Because she was kind of just there. She wasn't moving.
4: Oh, my God. At least I wasn't chasing after you.
3: Yeah, I was just kind of looking at them. Wait,
4: but you saw it, too? No.
3: They came home freaked out. And they were like, we saw this lady out on the water by the cave. Suit your baths. And she was just kind of, like staring at us but she was on the water but she wasn't moving with the water and I was like that sounds kind of
4: weird yeah Um, because I think people but that used to
3: be that used to be the bathhouse that burned down yeah
4: and then they were saying people were like sacrificed or sacrificing themselves like throwing them I don't know who knows
3: I don't know but my favorite memory of Sutra Bass is that it was in the movie Harold and (laughs) Maude oh yeah and then yeah and that's where they played the trick on that sergeant guy for the military (laughs) It was fun.
4: You deserved. it. Anyway, them. welcome to Sounds <laughs> from <Sweet. laughs> Where we talk about ETs and ghosts and playing jokes on people.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> apparitions.
4: Yeah. Candles that sway. Well, I can't believe it's been two weeks, so it's been an insane two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> sure know. has. Yes. It's
3: also been, uh, it's kind of gone fast like, I feel like we were just here yesterday talking about mm. like, all these things we had to do. and Yes. And now uh, it's June, so. Summer is coming. Yeah, summer is kind of here. I mean, it feels like it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice and sunny. I'm sure this will probably change in the next 30 minutes.
4: <laughs> By the time we leave, it's yeah. going to be fog and coldness. I got my share of sunshine in Southern California, so I'm happy mm. about that. And we went to see. You got to see the Buzzcocks for the first time, and it was. Yeah, that was an experience. Definitely a night to remember. What was your perception of the, perf- like the performance part of it?
3: The performance was good. They're really good performers. They're uh, really talented. Um, they sound are great. They had a good energy going
4: And mm-hmm. uh, yeah We didn't get to see residuals, right? No. I don't think you got to see them no. So I didn't get to see them till the night after That was literally the first time that I'd been able to see them Because
3: yeah. You're always coming away
4: Yeah, the East Coast, so I was busy working And then, you know, it's just the whole timing part of it has to be right mm-hmm. But they're they're pretty decent
3: Yeah we heard, I think when I was in the bathroom, I heard one or two songs, but, um, mm-hmm. the crowd was, all I can say for the crowd is they were drunk. They were just
4: drunk, drunk, They drunk. were. Thank God for Michael. He saved us.
3: Yeah. We were being picked really around. Uh, we didn't, we didn't want to be in the mosh, but we were kind of like in the, what do you call it? The eye of the storm or some shit yeah. like the death
4: pit because <laughs> we were we were kind of in the middle because we were right? kind of
3: working ourselves to the front so yeah. it was just kind of like we couldn't avoid it either way and it got pretty big it got to like almost like the entire front area was a mosh um, mosh pit area and which I didn't expect I thought maybe some people will mosh but I didn't expect it to kind of grow because everybody just kind of got into it even the older dudes um, <laughs> that were there good for them I mean Totally, I just didn't want to get hurt because I <laughs> had to go to another show. I went to the Cure the next day, so I and I that was going to be kind of an adventure for me because I had to drive all the way uh, to Mountain View, which mm-hmm. is horrendous. <laughs> Wasn't an experience. <laughs> it is an experience. I mean, I was not good with good company, and um, we were just making Cure puns uh, the whole way, but it was kind of like what the fuck like we had we took a shortcut through palo alto i think and basically that's where it is stanford
4: yeah is it right past stanford yeah because i've driven through there. but it, yeah. we
3: went instead of taking the freeway all the way there because the freeway is bumper to bumper we took a back the back way which i guess a lot of cars i mean when you google map it it tells you you can go this way and it'll be faster and so a lot of cars we it was through traffic basically everybody figured if we go this way we'll be faster so everybody did go that way mm-hmm. um and they kind of made it jam in itself so but we we i mean we got there right on time um and it was still light out when we got there so it was pretty cool but it wasn't i know it gets really hot there so i was thankful we didn't get there so early that we had to put sunscreen on or anything like that
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. And then I ended up going to L.A. and saw the Buzzcocks the night after. And then Saturday. And then also spent a lot of time outdoors, which was kind of nice. Yeah, it was a nice long weekend. And then this week has just been like zoop, zoop really fast. So... <laughs> so if we sound a little kooky, you know you know why. Yeah. But anyways, um sounds like Damon Alburn is working on a new Gorillas album. Yay. Five questions about the new gorillas album. After almost six years away, Damon Alburn and Jamie Hewlett's virtual band are gearing up with new tunes, new art, and a massive tour. When the, When's it coming out? In a July 2015 interview with Australian TV program 730, Damon Albarn said he wanted to start the album later that year and added, I'd love to just get back into that routine of being at home and coming to the studio five days a week. So hopefully there's been six months of beavering. Away already <laughs> There is, though, no rhyme or reason To how long it takes to record a gorilla's album Their self-titled 2001 debut Took over a year While 2010's Plastic Beach Was recorded over a 17-month period Last album, The Fall Meanwhile, was recorded on tour With an iPad that's convenient. why it not do
3: very well.
4: <laughs> Sorry to say that. <laughs> what will it sound like? In an October 2015 interview with Rolling Stone, Alburn suggested the new Gorillaz album would take a detour from the piano-led ballads of recent solo album Everyday Robots. I'm in the very early stages, early days, but so far it's really fast, and it's got quite a lot of energy. I've been stuck on piano somewhere off-broadway for years now I want to go somewhere completely opposite of that this chimed with the quote he'd given to Canadian site exclaim and April 2014, I'm determined my next record will be very upbeat, and I'll try to set myself the benchmark of 125 bpm. If he sticks to his word on the beats per minute thing, the new album will be more like 2005's Demon Days than any other guerrilla stuff. What will it look like? It's going to change. Illustrator Jamie Hewlett told Enemy last year, I can't do what I've already done. That's not interesting to me. In the same way Damon changes with his music and moves forward, I do too. It's going to be a different look. Since then, Hewlett has been drip-feeding a load of new Gorillaz graphics on Instagram. What guests will be on it? British singer Liam Bailey was captured in the studio with Alburn in a clip that Hewlett Uploaded to Instagram, alongside producer The Twilight Tone and legendary French electronic musician Jean-Michel Jarre. More recently, producer Remy kabaka who voices animated character Russell Hobbs, uploaded a picture to the Instagram with Vic Mensa, tagged in it, sparking rumors that the Chicago rapper will appear. Have we heard any songs yet? The last piece of music gorillas released was "Do You Thing a two thousand and twelve collaboration with LCD Sound Systems, James Murphy, and outcast rapper Andre Three thousand It's Bonkers and fits the vibe Alburn is aiming for one track fans are clamoring for is a lost collaboration with Gruff Reese and London band The Horrors. Leviathan Leviathan was recorded in the Plastic Beach era and a snippet could be heard in the documentary that accompanied the album. A full version has never appeared. Gimme. <laughs> so I guess that's how it ended? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh enemy. They just want it. They want it now. They're not gonna mess around.
3: I feel it though. Uh have Jack White. Jack White denies involvement with newly announced biography third man records uh is quoted as saying no no one jack is personally acquainted with contributed what acquainted with contributed okay fine (laughs) um oh okay with the with the biography uh today the overlook press announced it will release the jack white biography citizen jack how jack white built an empire from the blues on october 4th as enemy points out uh, It was written by Nick Hasted. It is billed as the only book yet to tell the full story of the 21st century most influential rock star. The book also promises interviews with people close to White, such as Neil Young, C6 Steve, both of whom have released on White's Thurman Records, and Brendan Benson of the Rock on Tours. Thurman, however, has not any involvement with the biography from the label of Jack White in a tweet sent out this afternoon the label wrote neither Jack White nor TMR has approved this biography no one Jack is personally acquainted with contributed see it below and uh, Pitchfork has reached out to Jack White and Third Man's Rebs for more information and you can see the tweet as well um this is out of Pitchfork.com look at his face though that's why I <laughs> clicked on it because he looks so like Oh. He looks a little bloated. I'm sure he yeah. drinks.
4: Do you think it's the alcohol?
3: Yeah, he according to him he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't even smoke pot, but hmm. But um that's mm-hmm. a, a golden face right there. Interesting.
4: Yeah. Um let's see I have an article about um a new Jane Austen film that just came out. A period drama that's not for your mum. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale conquers all in this very modern, absolutely hilarious, and somewhat heroic caper. Uh, It's called Love and Friendship with uh, Kate Beckinsale, Chloe Savini, and uh, Xavier Samuel. Not much about this seems hugely promising. The title is rubbish for a start, sounding like it's been ripped from the searching for part of some wet sado's Tinder profile. (laughs) It's based on a Jane Austen story hardly anybody's heard of. It stars Kate Beckinsale, who, it's not unfair to say, hasn't made terrific choices for a while. I still like her. Prejudices Be Damned, this is one of the funniest movies of the year. Like the majority of Austen films, this concerns affections cast in the wrong direction, hearts being trampled on, and disapproving mothers. (laughs) Beckinsale plays Lady Susan Vernon A young widow who is the scandal of society Accused of an affair with a married man With no money or home of her own Lady Susan imposes herself on her wealthy in-laws Where she concocts a plan to marry her daughter off to a wealthy idiot Tom Bennett with a performance of comic perfection Who is so sweetly moronic that he gets delirious with joy At seeing peas for the first time Just to further stir things up, she also starts intensely flirting with her sister-in-law's young brother, Reginald Xavier Samuel, much to the horror of everyone. The delight of this film is that Witt Stillman, the arch-director of The Last Days of Disco and Damsels in Distress, doesn't go for the standard Austen treatment, with British character actors dialing the theatricality up to maximum, screeching into rooms with their bonnets all askew. His jokes are delivered casually and with acid wit, and in a distinctly old fashioned setting, he picks out modern themes such as infidelity, class war, and feminism. He's given Beckinsale, who also starred in The Last Days of Disco, her finest role in years, and a chance to remind everyone what she's capable of. Lady Susan is a monster, but Beckinsale gives her immense charm, so sweetly delivering her brutal assessments of people that it's only after she's moved on that they realize they've been viciously insulted. She's not a woman you'd want to meet, but she's a joy to watch, and in her absolute honesty about who she is, somewhat heroic. (laughs) That sounds funny. What's the
3: movie called again?
4: Um, it's called Love and Friendship, and it's based on um, a story by Jane Austen. Oh, cool. So, Let's check
3: yeah, that out
4: next, when it's on. Yeah, it sounds good.
3: Um, I have President Obama. We never read about him on here. Oh, we That's don't. That's weird. Um, we need to rub it in. I mean, yeah, I know. Oh, his still. last year, his last hurrah. Uh, President Obama declares June 2016 African American Music Appreciation Month. Yeah. African American music helps us, uh, quoting, "African American music helps us imagine a better world." End quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Obama has declared the month of June 2016 African American Music Appreciation Month in a presidential proclamation. The full text of the proclamation calls African American music among the most innovative and powerful art the world has ever known. The president also calls upon public officials, educators, and people of the United States to observe this month with appropriate activities and programs that raise awareness and foster appreciation of music that is composed, arranged, or performed by African Americans. Mm -hmm. This past April, Obama met with musicians like Nicki Minaj, uh, Chance the Rapper, and Pusha T to discuss... the my brother's keeper initiative before that he met with compton rapper kendrick lamar and shared that he thought that to pimp a butterfly was the best album of
4: 2015 the end <laughs> <laughs> that's good no maybe that might be the one last somebody good thing. needed to do it
3: <laughs> somebody needed to say it and i'm glad that
4: uh it was obama who did
3: woohoo it's only fitting People are going to miss him. Yeah. Fox News is going to lose their shit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then they're going to complain about Bernie or Hillary or somebody else. The other guy. (laughs) Who's the other guy? Donald. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Donald Uh, Duck. (laughs) I hate that he's in there. I hate that he's orange. But then it's kind of funny at the same time. I just hate him in general. (laughs) (laughs) I hate seeing his fucking face every time I go in the kitchen at work. There's people who just love the, they love, um, I don't know, the, the theatricality of it. But we should really be thinking about the long-term effects of our decisions that we make in life. So Tuesday's going to be a big day. Super Tuesday. Uh, I know. I'm just going to do it after I'm
2: just
3: work. trying to think yeah like i have work that on, like i'll go i'll go before work because i work at once, so that should be good
4: yeah i'll just go and keep my fingers crossed <laughs> yeah
3: it should every time i've gone to vote it's been pretty quick but that's because i already i kind of write down what i'm gonna vote for mm-hmm. and i
4: just kind of like have a cheat sheet or just like you know yeah they say i don't
3: know if that's loud but i do that anyway
4: yeah they said that it's a close tie between hillary and bernie right now but We'll see what happens Tuesday evening. It's coming up real quick. Ugh, I'm nervous. <laughs> it kind of
3: smells. Does it over here? I don't know. It smells Maybe like ass. Oh. I'm gonna bring some Febreze.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, slow load. I guess we'll be here sh- shortly. And stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Okay. <laughs> We were just playing uh, "Viet Now" by Rage Against the Machine, and Brandon from Slow Load is here. He's going to tell us about seeing them at the Oakland Coliseum.
1: Hey guys, yeah, it was a riot. I thought I, <laughs> I, thought I was going to die. People were moshing uh, between the sets. Not even when people were playing music, it was ridiculous. And oh my god! This was my first show I ever went to, and I was, you know, like seventeen, eighteen years ago now. And yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, this is this is where I want to be at. You know, I want to go to more of these types of shows. But, mm-hmm. Since then, nothing's really compared to seeing Rage Against the Machine live. It was pretty pretty epic. Besides Slow Load, right? Oh, yeah. Beside, besides Slow Load, yeah, the band I play. And obviously, my band's better than Zachy LaRocca and Tom <laughs> Rello and all that.
4: Obviously. <laughs> when did you form uh, Slow Load?
1: Um. So, I was in a band uh, with this guy named Eric in uh, this band called Deep Fried. And it was kind of like psychedelic rock music. And it kind of, the band kind of imploded because we just did not get along. Like Eric and I got along very well, but the, we just didn't get along with the other two. Um, so at the end of the band, we're like, you know what? Let's take a break. We've been kind of going hard, playing a lot of shows, and now we need to take, you know, take a moment, take a breather. But let's get, let's let's be in a band again. And so in a few months after taking, you know, a break and taking our time, we got back together. Uh, he knew this uh, drummer he'd been jamming with, and this guy I was in a few bands with in college. Uh, mm-hmm. Got on it, and it's. We kind of built it from the ground up as far as not really caring about the music in general, but just caring about having a good band dynamic and having a good relationship and having a good time. Right. And so we played for about a year where we just we, we didn't play any shows. We didn't record anything. We just kind of played once a week and, and enjoyed our time. And then after, after about a year, I'm like, you know what? We have some, some good songs here. We should probably play live and, and actually take this somewhere. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at. And we've been playing house parties for the last month. Uh, and we have about, you know, about six gigs planned through July. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked. And I'm going to be playing with uh, the guy to my right here, Andrew, on next Saturday at the Hotel Utah.
4: Can I call you Andy?
1: Oh, you can. My, my fiance <laughs> okay, calls me
5: that, so I answer oh, to it. Oh,
4: yeah. wow! Well. <laughs> Don't let her know. <laughs> <laughs> it's territorial. Uh-huh. And you guys are going to be playing together at the Hotel Utah.
1: Yeah, next Saturday. Uh, show doors at nine, right? Yeah. Um, we're playing with this band called How do you How do you pronounce it? It's Hatch, Hatch? Yeah. Uh, and Hatch. Foreign. Uh, Andrews and Foreign, and they just released a music video, which is super groovy, which uh, I really dig. Um, but yeah, we're slowed we're, Is not at the point of uh, making music videos. We're just kind of at the point of playing live still. Hopefully, we're gonna record something maybe in September, October. But
4: I saw one uh, photograph of you guys playing outdoors. You had kind of a Devo feel about you. Oh yeah we we had
1: um so we we bought uh, these glasses that that looked like the glasses the Lannisters wear when they're dead in Game of Thrones like you can't see the you, you can't see the eyes
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, so we played live and it, people thought either they loved it or they thought it was the creepiest thing they've ever seen. Yeah, but they got a reaction out of it mm-hmm. and that was at house a house party in San Jose uh, oh, yeah. two weeks ago. We had a little mini house party tour we played Oakland. We played San Jose, and then we tried to play Beta Breakers, but we were pretty naive, and we got shut down before we even played a single note. Oh, fuck. But, I mean, it was kind of a learning experience. It was pretty cool, uh, Mm -hmm. because all all the people, all the bands that we got together to do this thing, where we're all coming from San Jose, all going to Beta Breakers, everybody actually kind of stayed together and was coordinated, which I was amazed that people in bands could be somewhere at 7, 8 in the morning. (coughs) In San Francisco, an hour mm-hmm. away from where everybody else was. And mm-hmm. so we kind of, we took that, and now we're going to run with it, where we can maybe place a little bit different types of guerrilla shows in um, different places that won't get shut down. There you go. And, and I think San Francisco's lost a little bit of cool. I mean, Beta Breakers used to be, you, you used to drink, you could have floats, you could have bands, and they seem to be shutting down more and more every
3: mm. year. Oh, somebody bum- got shot.
1: What? A few years ago, so. Oh, is that that's why? Yeah. I thought it was because of all the public urination.
3: That that might be a big part <laughs> Could be of it a too. Combat. Yeah. The
1: shootings, the urine. Oh.
4: Yeah. Too many fucking shootings, man. Yeah, for sure. You <laughs> need to cut that shit out.
1: I mean, I'll take a few shootings to have some live music. I don't know. Really? <laughs>
4: <Personally>. Let's try <laughs> you out. out. Yeah. <laughs> now they know who to aim for. Yeah,
1: exactly.
4: <laughs> Not at me. Don't aim at me. It's yeah. hard
1: to run with a guitar in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, we had quite a lot of equipment. I mean, we everybody, it was like two trips, and everybody was lugging tons of stuff on dollies and carrying it. It was like this big ordeal. We get all the equipment there and the panhandle we set up, and the moment we put everything down, a six rangers walk up to us. And go, oh, you can't be here. You cannot have amplified sound. Oh my god! It's like, yeah, it was it was pretty rough, and we haven't we hadn't even had our coffee at that point, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know how to react. Um, and then we we went through the the route, tried to find a different place to play, trying to find a house party to play. But yeah, we 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 couldn't figure that out. So maybe next year,
4: maybe next time. Anybody
1: listening? You got a house party? You know, you, you need a band to play <laughs> you got a house. Yeah, you got a house on the ru- the route. We will play your house. First six-pack. We're just looking for some beer. That's uh, that's <laughs> an easy exchange
4: right there. Yeah. S- and tell us a little bit more about your music and what people can expect if they've never heard your music.
1: You want to take that?
5: Oh, mine, mine? Yeah, oh, either okay. one. Yeah, um, well, I base a lot of my songwriting off of, like, 60s music, so mm. um, uh, it's very 60s, like, chill, dreamy stuff, you know? Um, yeah, that's a... Uh, I, th- I think they can expect having fun. That's what I really want. <laughs> Well, that's important. <laughs> yes, it is.
4: And where can people find out more about foreign? You, are you guys on Facebook?
5: Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're uh, on SoundCloud. Um, we just released a music video, and it's being premiered by Do The Bay right now. So, oh, uh, yeah, you okay. can go on there and check it out. And we will release it on June 10th, so nice. the rest of
1: the night before the show, our 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 big show i've already seen it though yeah, yeah. Mm. it's yeah it's way cool like everybody in the band is is singing the lyrics and it kind of brings out the dreamy kind yeah, of quality song, yeah, which yeah. i really dig
4: and have you guys played hotel utah before previously
5: um i've i've played open mics there mm-hmm. and so that's why i kind of whenever i built the band i uh it's kind of like, it's kind of fitting to do the first show there, you know, mm-hmm. because they've been good to me in the past, so. Good. It's kind, it's kind of a good rep, yeah, exactly. repertoire,
4: rapport, rapport, that's yeah, the word. there you go. <laughs> it's like, I know the
5: word. I finished your, uh, I finished your sentence there, mm-hmm. if you didn't notice.
4: Five. I- <laughs> and they have good food there, too.
5: Yeah, they do. It's yeah, like an uh, old. Their fish and chips are killer.
4: Oh, really? I'll have to try that next
5: time. I
1: cannot wait to eat there. I I, I was in a mm-hmm. band that played there once uh, a few years back, the deep-fried the band before Slow Load. And, yeah, the pictures they post on their Facebook look absolutely tasty. I am <laughs> more. I think I might be more looking forward to the food at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the stage itself is really cool, too. It has, like, yeah. a, it
5: has like the two-deck, like, uh, small. Yeah. It's really intimate.
4: intimate. Yeah. yeah. And then it's dark, too, right?
1: hmm yeah we were we were actually able to sell out the, the the venue when we played there and it just felt like you were engulfed with people and so it was one of the, my favorite shows i've ever i ever played so nice yeah it's really fun for musicians to play there it it's small it's intimate uh the beer is fairly cheap mm-hmm so a lot, of, a lot of good reasons to, to play there and to see a show there.
4: Awesome. And where can people find out more about you online? It's the best website.
1: So currently, since we're so new, all we have is a Facebook. So our name is not L-O-A-D. It's L-O-D-E. So it's uh, <laughs> facebook.com backslash slow Load with Low. L-O-D-E. We have a website, slowload.com, but it's going to be hopefully up and running by the time the show happens. It's not currently there. Uh, we're on YouTube. You can look us up there. Um, but yeah, the Facebook is currently probably the best place to find us.
4: Got it. Facebook is the end all be all for everything.
1: I don't know. It's pretty terrible for bands, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got the link for this uh, radio show today, and Mine, I posted right? it to yeah, yeah. You sent it to me. I posted it to Facebook. I went on a bike ride. Two hours later, I checked. It said. This link has reached five people. Would you like to pay $5 to boost 900 people reach? I'm
4: like, no.
6: <laughs> boost, <laughs> boost.
1: Why am I got to pay for this? Why can't you just show it to the people who like the band's page? There you go. Facebook wants more. They want more. <laughs> They're
4: called Nazis, I tell you. Because yeah. I was creating a bunch of for other shows that I'm doing, and then it blocked me by like the third or fourth event that I created. So it let me create it, but then I couldn't invite people to it. So I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point of creating it if you're not going to spread the word? yeah they have Fuck some you mark
1: <laughs> some Goddamn zuckerberg <laughs>
5: right. what, if he, what if he's one of the five that's listening yeah, that's, hi that like can it. i have
4: some money? Thanks.
5: <laughs> he's like that brandon
4: last time i support you <laughs> he only goes to see the killers hey. wasn't he at, like he went to see the killers or something when they were at the independent and he was at that show oh, apparently this is like last no yeah i did a secret the killers killers? play the independent they're fairly big for that i know that my coworker daniel was there and he was like oh look who was at the show and i was like oh
1: (laughs) not my favorite music but i I actually did see them at the the civic center a few years ago probably one of the coolest light shows i've ever seen so it was definitely worth going to
4: nice isn't the guy a mormon he's from vegas huh I I, I don't know anything guy. about Brandon them. Brandon Flowers, is his name? Brandon Flowers. Yeah. They're from Vegas, and so is somebody else is from there. I forgot. Some oh. other band that sounds like them.
5: I went to the I went to Vegas the first time last week, and it was mm-hmm.
4: uh, really hot. Right.
5: Not my thing. Yeah. Not my thing.
3: Yeah.
5: Can you tell <laughs> us a that, story about that? Every time
3: I go, we're like, every time come
5: here. I, I got really uh. drunk, and I was just like, okay, I wanna um like I wanna gamble like like everyone else does, and like I'm a pretty good card player, but like. You know, they, they play six five blackjack. I'm used to three two. It's not. It's not, it's
1: not the, the same, same. game. It's I don't even know game. what you're talking about here. So <laughs> yeah, this is way like, over <laughs> my head. We just stick
3: to
4: the slot machine. <laughs> yeah, we're like, you we can go. do I'm that. So bad. <laughs> if nobody judges you.
3: You can do it by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly.
4: end. We have our margaritas. We're good.
3: Yeah.
1: The it's a party. We
3: didn't know that the drinks were free if you were playing. Yeah. We didn't know that. We didn't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But
1: the uh, drinks were yeah.
4: We're
3: like, we don't want any drinks. Think you don't have money. And she's like, what?
4: She's okay. like, oh, wait, you're gambling. You gotta have some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I've never gambled in the Vegas. The slots? Really?
1: I've, I take my grandma every few months to an Indian casino, and I gamble That's with good her. And she, yeah. she plays the slot machines, and I'll play blackjack and uh the first few times i won and i got very cocky and then the mm. last time i basically lost double the money i won uh, <laughs> that's, that's, how, really that's how they
4: get you that's how they really is <laughs> yeah over time serious business yeah. so i assume you're never gonna play there probably
1: probably not no like actually my grandpa lost all of his money at a <gasps> car table in vegas uh, oh, So no. i kind of stay away yeah
4: which hotel and uh, stay away from- I you
1: know I don't, I don't know the story, <laughs> oh. but I just know that my, my family has been very, uh, you know, stay away from the card table, Brandon.
4: There you go. That's yeah. some good advice. Yeah.
1: It's in your blood. Yeah.
4: <laughs> just <laughs> give it a, a couple of years. <laughs> so uh, who are your musical influences? Who would you put at the top of your list?
1: Um, I kind of go through these rabbit holes listening to bands, like especially with Spotify. I listen to a band, they go, "Oh, that's a great band." I go listen, listen to a related artist and listen to that, and mm-hmm. so I kind of listen to way more music than I can even comprehend. I can even like take in, but I would say lately my favorite band that I'm listening to is Can.
4: Oh, Do you okay. guys heard Can? Yeah, from Germany. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and just kind
1: of crowd rock in general, like new and. A lot of the bands Craft that are work? kind of like rock oriented, but they kind of groove and it's it's like they jam, but it's, it's not like they're just guitar wanking it the entire time. You know, it's, they kind of like riff on like more of the rhythm part of it, which I really dig. Was um,
4: Tangerine Dream part of that? Or was that a different scene?
1: Um, yeah, no, I think, I think they're, yeah, I think yeah. they're in the scene too. Um, and there's, there's some, you know, bands uh, that are playing currently, like, uh, I think Deer Hunter would be considered crowd rock sometimes. They have some kind of elongated jams. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. Like, uh, one of my favorite current bands is Bad, Bad, Not Good. And they're kind of like a new jazz band and new jazz is a genre I, I really get into. Um, there's bands like Knee Body, uh, these were probably getting fairly obscure uh, and yeah bands like that they're just they're both they're, they're playing jazz music but they're kind of breaking the genre a little bit like Flying Lotus he's kind of uh, this de- he's a DJ but he composes jazz music and a lot of people in the jazz scene are having this big debate right now. Is he jazz or is he not jazz? Because <laughs> the, what, the way he does it, like he, he brings in it, uh, musicians, he composes the songs, and then when he plays live, he, he mixes them on the record. And so it's a totally different thing as far as what jazz music is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I saw him live and it did not uh, feel like just seeing a DJ. It felt like a live performance, even though he was cutting records. Interesting. Um, so he, he's a big influence, uh, just uh, at least stuff I like to listen to. Um, I, I know uh, the rhythm guitarist in my band is a big, like, classic rock fan and mm-hmm. surf rock. Like, he loves Dick Dale and a lot of, uh, like, classic rhythm guitar players, especially, like, Motown, Soul Music. Nice. Um, we're kind of all over the place, and I, I think that kind of comes out in our personality. We're kind of weird sometimes mm-hmm. and kind of all, like, different... Um,
4: imagine that
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and it's and it's because when when we write our songs um like somebody might bring a riff or a lyric or something but we usually just uh, let everybody kind of fit into the song and see how they interpret it and you know each person writes their own part which i really really enjoy
4: that's amazing yeah and where do you see the band going in the future in the um, next couple years,
1: I, I have no idea. Um, I, I <laughs> no really, no big plans, yeah. I, I really love this band, so I hope we continue and keep pushing. But you know, only time will tell. Hopefully, we'll record an EP or an album like in September or October, and then we'll start playing more shows. I mean, personally, I would really like to tour the West Coast. I've been talking to some local bands about kind of doing that. I have some friends in this band called Electric Strawberry. Oh,
4: um, have you heard them? did we interview them? I think I wanted to. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, you should tell him to come.
1: Oh, I definitely will. Uh, I classic rock did. band with a b- uh, female vocalist, beautiful voice.
4: They're based here in San Francisco, right?
1: Yeah, I, I I think they're I think they're kind of more living in the East Bay, but they do play okay. a lot of uh, SF shows. Um, and then bands. Uh, One of
4: the like the guitarist has long hair. He I does. Say. Yeah, he does. Okay. The that I know went to their show or saw them do like an intimate performance or something
1: oh they're, they're they're so good just just hearing Brianna's voice too it's that's all you really need it and their songs are fairly simply instrumentals but they're ju- they're written very tightly um everything everything each each musician what they do in each part is is exactly how it should be it's not too much it's not too little mm-hmm. it, it really lets the song flow um and then I'm also talking to another band in Santa Cruz they're called Night Dive uh mm-hmm. they're Ooh. they're a-
7: <laughs> whoa
4: there what I meant to do is point to your shirt because it's nighttime.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm currently wearing their shirt, uh, repping them. Um, they're a math rock band. They're they're fucking awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, bands all over the place. I just really love music. I love listening to whatever people want to show me, especially my friends. You
4: know. How do you meet these people?
1: Um, I don't know. All over the place. I'm, I kind of uh, network as much as possible. Like, I'm always checking online for different links for people. Uh, I've actually known Brianna in high school, so I've known her quite a, quite a long time. Uh, Night Dive, I think I found through Craigslist, uh, just, you know, all over the place. I, I, one of the things that I really want to do is kind of try to help foster the local music scene, put on shows, go to shows, support bands. Um, it's all about kind of fostering the culture. It seems like in San Francisco, especially the local music scene is kind of dipping a little bit. Yes. Um, there's a lot of national acts. There's a lot of DJs. Um, but there's not They're a lot money of money making
4: machines.
1: Yes, exa- mm-hmm. exactly. And you know, there's a lot of great touring bands that come through, you know. Yes. Like tonight I'm going to go see at the drive in and I I am so stoked to see them. But
4: when was the last time they played?
1: I uh, maybe okay. early two thousands. Oh, I mean wow. they they played at a Coachella a couple years ago, I think uh-huh. that's when they got back into it. But uh-huh. uh, as soon as I heard about them they broke up, basically. Their mm-hmm. their album Relationship of Command came out. Sixer. Yeah. One arm oh. scissor. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, I have to start singing that. And then doesn't he do that thing with his hand? Yeah, he video? does.
1: Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely does. Every time. Does. Do you think he ever gets tired of, of singing and, and doing
2: <laughs> the scissors?
1: He has got so much energy. The guy's like James Brown. He's like James Brown of Experimental mm. Rock. Mm. I love watching him, especially the guitar player. He just he just gets down. I mean, it's probably mostly cocaine, you know. But
4: <laughs> it's worth paying for.
1: Oh, totally. It's yeah.
4: worth uh, giving into that habit.
1: Yeah. I w- I will see the singer and the guitar player about the drive in Mars Volta anytime they come to town. Anytime. Nice. It's it's. It, I mean, even if mm. even if they play a terrible show, even if they're super drugged out, if that were to happen, it'd still be entertaining. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. Worth it every time. Yeah. And I think Le Butcherettes are opening for them. Who we've seen oh, really? a couple times.
1: I've heard they're great. I have yeah. actually heard them, but she's I'm, really I'm good. very sorry. The, the
4: front. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, what she, kind she, she, <laughs> she She's going to...
3: really weird shit with her body <laughs> that you have to be in the front yeah.
4: She Well, she tried to... S- crowd surf on us and it didn't work very yeah, <laughs> like, well yeah. i was filming her and she came over and i was like what do i do
1: <laughs> so did you see them last night or is this an this show? was a couple years ago
3: melvin's
4: Melvin. oh wow we saw the melvin's remember. and then i saw them with um shit what's the name not mars volta the other name that they have the other one Oh
1: yeah, so it was ba- basically the Mars Volta, but it yeah, was the it's a different... Omar Rodriguez Lopez quintet Yee. or something. Yeah. yeah that one. They had some sort of contract issue with the, you know their label and so they had to, yeah. they changed their name for they a they've
4: been working together for a long time, I think. Mm-hmm. Or they have some kind of connection. Oh,
1: cool.
3: aren't they both Mexican?
4: Yeah. That's part of it. From
5: El Paso, right?
4: She's from Mexico, uh, okay. yeah. In LA. But, anyways, I'm sure it's going to be a great show. They're playing two nights, right? Yeah, they played last night and and
1: then tonight. Um, So, actually, I'm interested in uh, influences Andrew has uh, for his band. Andrew, go Uh, for
5: it. I I, I stay pretty classic. Um, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um, Yay. I think that comes across. big john lennon fan it McCartney. definitely comes across in that the, the song the yeah, it that, it definitely that's, comes across. that's that's good and bad i think a little bit but we'll, we'll see but um the uh you know the beach boys i, I love them uh, a lot of classical music is um beethoven oh. and bach are... should
4: we go see brian wilson he's gonna absolutely be i'm gonna be there. <laughs> you're going
5: i'm there. definitely gonna go yeah
4: like I was gonna go minutes. I was
5: gonna go to Austin to go see him in Psych Fest, but um Psych Fest got cancelled, so I kinda lucked out not buying a ticket. Yeah, <laughs>
4: but it's cool just to see like the one person. Yeah. That and you he's really... doing pet
5: sounds, so that's um <laughs> That is gonna be
1: excellent. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> epic. Have you Hope been to Psych be nice Fest before? Yeah. I wanted to go also this year, and time. I, at the last minute, uh, decided not to. And yeah, it was a good call. The, oh, yeah, the, the great lineups call. they have are just
5: Oh, man. They, they're so good every year. Like, Black Rebel. I've seen, like, an intimate Black Rebel show, like, because of PsychFest. It's is really, it really a great place. And that's I mean.
4: only in Austin, right?
5: Yeah, it's like, outside of Austin. A little
4: Wait, bit. how many festivals do you get over there?
5: Like, uh, ten. <laughs> There's a lot.
4: You get your money's worth oh, over yeah, there. yeah. But are you... Are you living here now? Or? Yeah,
5: I moved. I moved about two years ago to uh, the Sunset. Do you so miss it? At
4: times,
5: at times, yeah. There's um, there's a lot going on in Austin at the moment, um, but yeah, I I I like it here a whole lot. So I, it's a little bit more um, my vibe. scene. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. The scenery period is pretty great out
4: here. So great, a lot of trees yeah, and greenery in exactly.
1: the in the park and. All of that. I mean, I miss living in the sunset. I used to live there. And then I moved to the Richmond, which I love too. But then I lived in Oakland, and now I'm in San Jose. It's, I love San Jose, but it's it's no sunset. <laughs> it's no city.
4: <laughs> it's a bruh. It's a bruh kind of place, right?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of... It's actually very cool if you look for things. Like, in Oakland and San Francisco, things just... Get put in front of you, yes. But in San Jose, you have to know what's going on. And so last night, I went to this festival called the Sub Zero Festival, which was an art walk at night. Amazing bands and venues outside, and it was it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, I saw this excellent jazz man. I didn't get their name, but the bassist puts almost any bassist I've ever seen to shame. And I was just my jaw was dropped. Um, but there was all this art outside. There was beer. There there was, you know, food trucks. And it, fun. Was, it was a lot of fun. So, I mean, there's, there's stuff going on down there. But, yeah, San Francisco and Oakland is what's happening.
4: They have that one festival that we tried to go to. C- C2 conversions for Silicon Valley. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Have you been to it? I have not, no. But that was kind of on my radar. But I haven't made it.
1: Yeah, I heard that was a lot of fun.
4: Maybe this year... Maybe so not.
1: you'd actually leave the city to go to San Jose for a festival? Yeah, why not? Awesome. <laughs> you be the only
4: Are you one. amazed?
1: Yes, <laughs> I am.
4: And there was another one in Sacramento that I almost went to also. the Totally forgot the name. Blanking on the name. It used to be called Launch Fest or something. Mm-hmm. But that would only be because I know people that live there that I could stay with.
1: Yeah, I don't, I've never been to either of those two places. And I've been yeah. there for two eh. years.
4: Fuck, so. Yeah. I had no reason
1: to go to Sacramento. Unless you're your like basketball fan. <laughs> it's true. A Kings.
4: Yeah. It's really hot, so if you miss the heat, it's a good...
5: I do not. Okay, I do yeah. not miss the heat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, I used to like walk around like 105 and be like, Wow, oh, this is fine. And now Ugh. it gets to 80, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, my God.
2: Yeah. I'd just be like, oh. I'm
4: melting. I'm yeah. melting. <laughs> <laughs> Done for the day. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Don't go outside. I prefer it cold now. It's good. a transition.
4: Nice. Did you so do you have any music that we can play on air or should we focus on something from you guys?
1: Oh no, that's Completely, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. What We'd love to has. hear
4: some tunes. So,
1: yeah, we don't have anything recorded. We just have a lot of live music. So, you know, you'll just have to come to the Hotel Utah <laughs> next Saturday. But I would, yeah, I would love to hear a song, a acoustic song uh, by Andrew. That'd be, yeah, yeah,
4: that'd be great for my
5: guitar. So I can, All right. uh, should I play it in the office or?
4: Yeah, you can come bring cool. it in here. We'll just nice. play something in the meantime. Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
6: Oh, they have us, Yo, we got the Duff boys off. In this corner with the 98, subject of suckers, object of
8: hate.
4: of Public Enemy, well, actually they resurfaced as Prophets of Rage, but they're still doing Public Enemy, apparently. Uh, They're going to be playing at the Warfield, I just found out, with Ice-T, two original members from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, and then somebody else is playing that I totally don't remember, but I was like, that's kind of an awesome lineup right there. I would go. (laughs) I'm a huge old-school
5: hip-hop fan, you won't hear that in my music, but maybe one day
4: one day you can incorporate like yeah. the Beatles yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like something. the Beatles-y rap stuff yeah rap
5: <laughs> stuff yeah. Yeah, it, goes, it goes together the perfectly. beat yeah
4: <laughs> well share with us some of your some of your tracks cool. we'd love yeah. to hear
5: this, is, uh, this is called Bad Side and it's a uh, it was the best acoustic song I think I could come up with at the, to um, to do this uh, to play over the radio so yeah <laughs>
7: If you said your love was dead, I'd come down and find a time.
4: was so good i just got lost in the moment there (laughs) thank you (laughs) and (laughs) when did you write that song and how did that come into fruition
5: um i uh i wrote that um while i was living in hate ashbury and i was listening to some um 13th floor elevators Mm. rocky erickson is a big influence of mine and so i was listening to some of his um more country things and being from texas uh you know he's from Texas too so I kind of gathered that feeling and applied it to um to my own music and so uh yeah I uh, it was about a year ago
4: mm-hmm. so, yeah how did you get rid of your accent
5: um it's still there but the whiskey has to be in me and
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just take it with you wherever you go
5: yeah, yeah there's there's actually a line in it that's uh I don't know if y'all could hear it but it was like if you can't concentrate you know how to how to use the accent to to uh to to rhyme that one
4: Uh, and are you going to be playing that song on the upcoming show at hotel utah
5: yeah i actually haven't played that song alone in ever since i wrote it so (laughs) that was weird to not have the background vocals and stuff but yeah that will
1: definitely be there
4: Sounds amazing. Yeah, it
1: sounded pretty good without the band, too. Maybe you should just go solo. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's, yeah.
4: People are always. Do the reverse
1: Bob
5: Dylan yeah. thing.
4: People are always amazed. They're like, wow, we didn't know that we could do that with this song. Because we tell them, oh, we only do acoustic. And they're like, fuck. How do we like make that work? And then Strip they do it. it. Yeah. That yeah, sounds good. they're amazed they're actually talented believe it or not (laughs) (laughs) even on your own (laughs) and there's another band that's going to be playing with you guys hatch hatch yeah and how did they come into the mix
5: um a buddy from mine back home is the bass player um for the band and um so we grew up in the same town together and so um um I, he was one of the first people I asked, you know, to play with me. And so, um, yeah, um, they just got off a show with the Growlers, so that's really cool. Oh, so, cool. Um, yeah.
4: They're going to be in town, I think, also at the Fox. Oh. Somebody told Fox. me about it. I yeah. love the Fox Theater. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, we haven't been there in a while. Yeah. I it's
3: f- the last show we saw.
4: I feel like Tears for Fears. Oh, it's a for me, Kids. now. Yeah.
3: Sorry, no. I I've been, it's there been
4: recently. Yeah. Like all the shows that we've been going to I think have been in, in the, city. the city except she went to see the Cure last week.
1: Oh nice. I used to go to the Fox almost every week, but mm. since I moved to San Jose I haven't been since. I think so, the last show I saw was Craftwork. Oh me was too. Incredible. You, you were there? Was that
4: yeah. last year or yeah, two years was, ago? Yeah, it was a little while ago. Was yeah. it the, it was 3D, right? Oh yeah. Did you like it? It was so cool. I liked it, but then I saw Pet Shop Boys. Oh god. 2 months after or 3 months after and I was even more blown away but craftwork was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've seen a bad show at the Fox. Like, you know, you just you can just show up, you don't even have to know at this point. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Prince played there about a month before he pa- he
4: passed. I think so too the fox
3: didn't we get invited to his after party
4: or something i saw i literally saw this was a couple months before he died but it was february and he had an after party at the great american music hall and that was the first thing that came up on my feed and i kind of joked with her because we did the show that night it was on a saturday and i was like you want to go? Go,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> like, and we were go. like, oh, f- we're not going to last. Like, let's go all night, you yeah. know? And now we're like, fuck, we should have just. Gone, we should have just. And gone. Yeah. yeah. And did it. <laughs> 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 Snorted it up. Just go for it, yeah. you know? But, oh, well. Yeah. I did see Prince along when I was a teenager. I saw him do the 20 year reunion tour with Sheila E.
5: Wow. 2004. I, I, I didn't get to see Prince, unfortunately. Kind it was pretty
4: amazing. Bummer. So I'm one of the, one of the few. But, I feel like um, with
5: David Bowie and Prince and everyone dying,
4: Bowie was like
5: dead. pretty soon we're just gonna be left with Kardashians and that's. Be, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. Muhammad Ali's dead now. Who? Yeah, this Muhammad just,
4: Ali just happened. Yeah, yeah, that happened last. Literally, yeah, I was watching the news and then it popped up. I was like, what? I mean, I
1: think there's just more famous people, more artists, and so more people are dying. I think there's just too many people. I mean, if you think about it. It's
4: not anybody, it's just icons. Yeah, that generation. American
1: and British icons,
5: yeah.
4: The older, you know, like, are a little bit older than our parents, but they're, you know, they're not going to be here forever. Maybe we just assumed, oh, yeah. They're going to be around he forever. He's always be there
3: because he always has. They always have been. Yeah. We'll get
1: cryogenic soon, you know. We'll <laughs> freeze, start
4: freezing dread. celebrities. Yeah. Freeze dread. No. Yeah. That's kind of
5: weird. <laughs> we need to start I hiding,
4: was told like... to freeze my eggs, but I haven't done that yet, so. <laughs> That's just a little
5: weird.
3: <laughs> Your work could pay for it. Right? Probably. probably. Yeah. Doesn't, wait, does insurance cover that? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It My should. mind
4: has been opened. Obamacare. Because you Obama so busy care.
3: working for your I don't 20s. have time to make those babies. Yeah. You have, you've been so busy working in your 20s and 30s, and they're like, well, oh, freeze your ex. We can that. do it later. Save it for
4: later. Be your oh, sleep now. I don't know. It's the way of yeah. the future. Yeah. don't know if I agree with that, but... On another note, <laughs> teach the subject,
2: please.
1: Asia's really eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Aisha on a tangent yet again. Yeah. So, Hotel Utah, and you're going to be playing some other shows, right?
1: Uh, yeah. So, Slow Load is going to be playing Fremont uh, on Friday. We're playing Mojos, uh, Mojo's. This is, like bar in Fremont. <laughs> uh, this should be should be fun. And then we're playing Brick and Mortar, July 5th. We're playing. Morgan Hill, GVA, uh, Whoa, July 21st.
4: Look at you. Um,
1: play, we're, we're basically playing for the Specialized Bike Crew. I think, I think a few of them are going to show up and drink some beers. Um, and then two days later, we are playing uh, the store club in
4: Oakland. Oh, open. Um, that seems and
1: And yeah. uh, we are very big in playing DIY guerrilla shows, so we're always looking for house parties. We currently don't have anything set, um, but you know, hopefully soon we'll get some of that going.
4: Would you ever play the Saddle Rack?
1: I don't... Uh, country bar? Yeah, why not? We'll <laughs> play, I'll, I'll play anywhere. I love playing live.
4: I saw... I mean, there were country, the, you know, Americana themed, but, you know...
1: Is it going to be like the Blues Brothers where we just get bottles thrown at us the whole time? No, and then... just a bunch
4: of drunk people. <laughs> I'd be
1: in my element. <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's a margarita chair in the back. I'd be like, all right, well. Just a of drinking. I mean, they give you a
1: gate in front, right? So the bottles break so you don't get <laughs> too much glass <laughs> in your face. <laughs>
4: oh, that's funny. There's some memories there. There's memories where I was the designated driver type memories, whereas everybody else was getting hammered. So.
5: Oh, that's nothing um yeah i'm never the dd
1: <laughs>
4: <Sorry>. <laughs> you're never that
1: person <laughs>
5: never that good guy. for you <laughs> uh,
1: that's, that's a good role to play yeah,
5: yeah. I'm never you. that person
4: do you drive out here or
5: um we i my fiance um currently has a car but we're planning on selling it it's a bmw 3 series green it's a nice oh we have one
4: hundred hundred
5: thousand miles on it if anyone's yeah. interested
4: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't yeah. drunk drive
5: though I'm not condoning drunk driving I'm saying you know fi- find a DD
1: just you know I don't I don't like it to be me
4: just don't get caught yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> do that.
1: I mean that, that's smart you know you want to drink you know don't be the DD Yeah. You know, catch yeah. an Uber if you need to at the other yeah night. train hop yeah you <laughs> know walk around San Francisco uh, carry a road soda you know yeah. drink a beer on the way <laughs> <laughs> from place to
4: place road soda <laughs> that's funny have you seen any other good bands recently
1: um so I, i've been to a few shows recently and i there's a band they're very obscure they're in oakland if you can catch them they're called sing mm. um the bassist plays a stand-up bass sometimes sometimes he doesn't depending on how he's feeling um but they're experimental rock like really really strange stuff and you just you just can tell that they are accomplished musicians and they're just having a lot of fun. Like they're they're basically best friends playing with each other. You know, um, they're they're really cool. Um, and then obviously, if you can check out Night Dive, they're they're a lot of fun. Um, I could probably list about fifty different bands that everybody will forget. Uh, so no,
4: <laughs> I will always remember them. We
3: have it on. Podcast now, so, go uh, so we we'll the recorded. Yeah,
1: oh, very that's cool. what I'm
3: making sure of I mean.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. it's
4: <laughs> recorded most of the time. Yeah.
1: There's a guy uh, out of San San Jose. His name's Ken Masuda. Uh, he he's Japanese. His father was in an internment camp. And when he when he plays, he talks about. Stories his father told him, and in, in, in between the songs, and then he just wails on guitar. And so, if you can check him out, like he's he plays around open mics, different venues around South Bay. So, mm-hmm. Ken Masuda for all you South Bay brethren. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do you miss the city, living in the city? Oh, or? hell yes!
1: I, I my heart is mostly in Oakland. I love Oakland. I think more than SF, but I definitely love SF too. And I I love both of them. Very dearly, and I'm starting to enjoy San Jose, You're starting to find the cool things, too, you know. I, I mean, I, I think I'm probably Bay Area till I die, but, you know, anywhere here at least.
4: Till death yeah. do us part. righty. well, remind us again of your website.
1: Uh, facebook.com backslash slowload, that's L-O-D-E. Uh, And uh, we will have a website up in a week, slowload.com. You can look us up on YouTube as well, Slowload for that.
4: How did you come up with that name?
1: so I actually don't remember how this <laughs> happened um, because we 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 decided we needed a name we're, we're gonna play live we need a name so mm-hmm. after band practice we'd have an hour about an hour session where we come up with band names mm-hmm. and I came up with a bunch of band names that I really liked and I don't remember actually who came up with this name but we mm-hmm. just we picked it because one nobody had the name which was the hardest thing every name we came up with somebody at some point was called that mm. and two it just we just thought it sounded cool so I we came came up with like, the logo looks great because the letters kind of form into each other um i wanted to call the band the corner girls because where we practice in oakland there are some corner girls right outside no. who are always working um i also wanted to call the band metro gnome, which is like you know a gnome who dresses well um
4: <laughs> metro <laughs> i think
1: slow load space. might have been the best yeah I, I, you know what i didn't like it at first but at, when we play live people like chant our name and they they just go slow, slow between songs and <laughs> yeah. it gets a reaction so I really like the name now but yeah it, it took it took a little while
4: That's so for it
1: to grow on me but I, I honestly couldn't even tell you how we came up with it it doesn't mean anything to me personally <laughs> it might mean something to the other band members but
4: I told my coworker, and she's like you gotta ask him that question you just gotta <laughs> ask him
1: how I mean when people how? hear it and they don't know the spelling they immediately laugh if you, if L-O-A-D you can think about what that might mean. Uh,
3: slow.
1: <laughs> not fast.
3: Slow. I like how you're acting it out with your fingers.
1: It's, it's slow. Not a, not a shot. Yeah. <laughs> not quick. <laughs> not three seconds. That sounds
4: surprising. Oh, it's a catchy name. I mean, it gets people's attention, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and one of the things people are chanting now is slowed. So we might, we might have to change it.
4: Slowed.
1: Slowed Yeah Cut, cut it down like
3: past tense
1: You know we, we If the audience likes You know A different band name Maybe we'll just change it You know <laughs> There
3: you were know the audience like. ones <laughs>
4: We want We want Take a vote on Facebook
1: <laughs> We'll get a survey going on Yeah the, On the Facebook
4: Do you Pay five like dollars Do you like that? I think we have time For another song If you
5: Cool Yeah I'll play another one Time me... for some Awesome Foreign
4: tunes <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh let me think
4: you were not prepared for two songs
5: I was not, was not.
2: Um, well let me,
5: let me think what would work with an acoustic Ooh.
3: Um, do, 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 do. has some background music i know do, 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 do. oh, we don't
5: yeah right <laughs> uh, let me think um yeah I need to think I need to think about this i, I don't to dead air while <laughs> I'm thinking
3: no no worries no we love to eat air yeah
5: <laughs>
2: you don't want to know what's going
4: on yeah. yeah it's like, like I don't know I don't know I don't know ah uh, shit <laughs> <laughs> that's something I'm good at okay <laughs> We don't have a producer. I just make it up.
3: Also, you have a fader on your phone. And I'm not even on there. You have a
4: fader on your phone, and it's so fucking annoying. Uh-huh. I know, because I'm like, 10 seconds, whoops, made you look. It's <laughs> part of the fun. It really is part of the fun of what we do here at Mutiny Radio and every week on Sounds From the Street. We just keep True. you on your toes. That's how you know you're listening to Sounds From the Street. <laughs> Interrupted song. <laughs> pause before it <laughs> starts playing the other one. Well, anyways, Foreign and Slow Load is here and Andy from Foreign is going to play another song for us.
5: Yeah, this one's called Apophenia. <laughs>
4: got some catchy tunage going on
1: thank you that was awesome right
4: <laughs> how did you guys meet
1: uh craigslist yeah, yeah i posted to, to find another a band shady to motel yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> there's a band called shady maples remember oh yeah <laughs> i don't remember i remember the shady. name but i just don't remember what happened a shady motel there's some of those over here too
1: yeah, there's another great website uh, called uh, Indie On The Move. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, Indie where bands can connect and yeah, it's kind of we will promote
7: thing. the
1: shit out of that. Yeah, <laughs> it, there's a lot of listings on there where bands are like, oh, like we're touring and we need a local act, and so like you know, and then you start like trading shows, and Indie that's how on you, the
3: go.
1: I, uh, might be. I think it's Indie On The Move or Indie On The Go. Yeah, oh. it might be Indie On The Move, but yeah, that's a great website. It's kind of like the Craigslist musician section but cool. a little less bit, creepy. Yeah. A little bit less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly
3: less creepy. No Craigslist like, indie on the go killer out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The
4: indie killer. There's a Craigslist killer. What right? about an indie oh, okay. killer?
5: Like active? <laughs> <In> this,
4: <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I active thinking, in
3: this area. You maybe said, you said
1: serial killer. And I was like, At, I'm, no I'm,
3: Craigslist <laughs> killer.
1: According <laughs> to the FBI, there are 30 to 50 current active serial killers right now in the United States on Craigslist. All on Craigslist. <laughs> all posting ads. All posting ads for bands.
4: <laughs> are they Are they focusing History on your is. genre in particular?
1: Yeah, you took a big
5: risk. <laughs> what that, that response to my ad?
4: Yeah. So you're so the number one target. Just kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Uh, remind us of your website again.
5: Um, you can find um, some of the music. We have a. a Uh, one song on soundcloud.com slash foreign the band and um our music video is debuting right now for another song called don't hesitate on do the bay Mm
2: -hmm.
5: um so and there's also a ticket ticket giveaway to our show um i'm gonna be doing free drink free shot raffles after every song so i like to keep the audience pretty drunk so if i mess up you know
4: they won't tell. I'm won't
5: getting know. more stoked by the minute for this show. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I was—I'm trying to do this thing where, um, like, people share um, pictures from the show on Instagram, and my mm-hmm. favorite one will get a painting from our second music video that's going to come out. And um, so, yeah, that's. Um, just trying to give away free shit. That's,
4: that's awesome. It. And that gets people's attention. It should. You know?
5: That's, yeah, that's a lot of cool. It definitely overshadows our free, free stickers. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw you doing that. And I was like, I'll give them shots. Brother. How about that?
4: Something they will not remember.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys sell merch at all at your shows? Uh, or?
5: currently. We're uh, we're in the works with some, um, some print um, companies to uh, get it done. But yeah, it's all about um, getting the right artists is really what, what I like
4: doing. Mm-hmm. So Who is the right artist?
5: Uh, lately, I've been working with this guy named Matt Brinston Clark. He's a guy I grew up with in Texas, and um, he's about to move out to L.A., So, and uh, he built me huge murals that I can give away, so they're pretty amazing. So nice. Hopefully, uh, they find
1: a home. You <laughs> should uh we should post pictures of those on the uh, the event page. Yeah, we should. I've been thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah.
4: Exciting. Yeah.
5: yeah. but um
4: yeah, it's it's
5: gonna sound it's gonna sound good. Nice. I'm, I'm excited.
4: So June eleventh, Hotel Utah.
1: Next when, Saturday night, yeah.
4: And when's the Fremont show?
1: Uh it's Friday. Uh if you're gonna go to one, go to the San Francisco one. But I think the Fremont one we're just basically playing for the bar patrons there. Um, but if you know if you're if that's closer to you, definitely come out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're playing with a, a band that kind of sounds a lot like No Doubt, Sublime. Like they're kind of, they're they're a lot of fun. No Doubt, Sublime. Yeah, it's sublime. A good combo. some reggae reggae, nice reggae rock with the female vocalists. Like very cool. Um, and yeah, so what's their name? I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head.
4: I'll have to look Wait, at, at the invite. Uh,
1: I promise you, they're good though. <laughs> Whatever their name is.
4: Do you listen to the bands before you agree to play with them, or?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to like the music of the bands I'm playing with. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why Foreign and Slow Load is playing with each other is we both really appreciate each other's music. Definitely, um, definitely different too, which I, I really appreciate when you have a show that the bands are eclectic. They're not exactly the same, but they're good, and that's really important to me. And i'm just trying to say slow that's good no i'm
4: kidding <laughs> <laughs> slow that's the best well it was great to have you guys i sure. want to keep this you...
1: is so much fun thank you for having us
4: yeah it was a blast It was kind of chill laid back conversation with a few on the spot <laughs> moments yeah. just to mix it up you know yeah. make it fun
5: I'm terrible on the spot. I'm, t- I'm so He's awful. He's like, so, "Fuck you, fuck I'm you." Like, oh goddamn. Hey, bro, I got that song—that song was great. And they were like, I really did. like I didn't do it on the spot though. I didn't write it on the spot. Had
4: think of Get a music break. That's great, and we look forward to hearing from you in terms of some of your music.
1: Yeah, hopefully, maybe we record. We'll, we'll come back definitely.
4: Yeah. yeah. Have you Have you guys been here before, or was it your first time?
1: I've, I've never been here.
4: Yeah. First time. First time. You guys can record in an iPad, like Gorillas.
3: That's what Asia today.
4: Rock band. Don't don't do it. Rock band's They said that was their worst album. I said that. Gorillas. Where where do you guys normally record in the privacy of your own home, or do you do it in the studio?
5: Um, I we record in my home. Yeah, we have a little basement.
1: I'm currently going to turn my house into a recording studio for a month. I'm kicking my roommate out. <laughs> <laughs> good, good thing, good this is mine. way to
4: do it. <laughs> this is all mine. Well, sounds like it's going to be an adventure.
1: Yeah, hopefully we don't get the cops called on us. Yeah. Which might happen. It's in San Jose. Huh? Yeah. Oh.
4: Suburbia. Good luck to you. <laughs> and have fun at the show tonight. Ah, thanks. At the drive-in. That's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah just going to be imagining this happening
1: <laughs> <It's scissoring. laughs> <It's>
4: just... <laughs> and are there any it's other bands right. playing with them besides the
1: no that's it um, but cause... I think that's enough yeah and it's I'll at the... be spent by the time it's done <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Regency that'll be a good location for that so I do not doubt that you will have an amazing time makes any sense (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) stay tuned for more mutiny radio